0: I V M
1: I have a confession to make Today's episode was a tough one to prepare for Because how does one structure a conversation with your CEO And I, and I don't mean just for the glitch But for my life as well uh, And that's what Pooja is She's the CEO of my life Whether it's at the glitch where she's relentlessly driving the business forward and growing it the way only she can do. Or when it's at our home where she's my partner in driving structure in our family. And with someone like me, that's a definitive need in life. And also how we can be the best version of a unit who can be. I guess that's what great CEOs are made of. They inherently understand the structure that needs to be set for everyone within the group that they manage. To function at prime efficiency and also prime happiness. They make sure that direction is maintained above all else. And that's why I'm looking forward to see how today's episode goes, especially with me having to type direction, God help us all, on this special Valentine's Day edition of Advertising is Dead. I'm Varun Dugirala, co founder and content chief at The Glitch, and we'll be right back with Pooja, CEO of The Glitch. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead. Uh, I'm Varun Dugarala, co-founder and co chief of The Glitch. And I have a very special guest, like I mentioned, before we went off onto our break. And But before I, I, I state the obvious, uh, Pooja, I think it's time we address the elephant in the room uh, to everybody who's listening. Uh, I
0: am not the elephant in the room. You are not the elephant in the room. <laughs> far from it. Far from it.
1: Pooja, apart from being the CEO of... Of glitch and helping people like me and Rohit and a bunch of other and tons of creative people kind of run their lives and run our business Uh, also happens to be my wife and and I think what we're going to do today is a talk about how does someone become a CEO of a creative company and have it run considering creative people hate structure they cannot hold a thought for too long Uh, they're easily distracted and many many more things and it also how do two people who are married work together I think we're going to do both those things considering we're 2 days away from valentines day oh so yeah pooja how do you make creative people work under a structure
0: you guys uh, you know constantly keep telling me that i'm general pooja general yeah. johari general, general johari uh, and i think it requires that discipline <laughs> you know it's about you know creative people are the most important that they're the they're the most important asset in a, in a creative company, obviously, and yeah. hence they have to be nurtured and cared for, yeah. uh, but also kept together because they're the ones that are, that, that add the most value to a brand. And so while managing creative people is extremely essential, getting the balance between creative and business and strategy is even more important. Yeah. And I think being able to strive with that has been, um, you know, what has made I think us stick.
1: And it's interesting when you talk about creative businesses, right? Because what we create isn't tangible, isn't something which we we kind of hold. Um, we're not manufacturing actual things. Uh, we are creating ideas, and we're we're executing stuff. And and but and we'll talk about how that's evolved, right? How advertising has evolved from that. But inherently, being creative businesses, uh, when you look at what we do, how has life for people like us changed? A from the business end of things, uh, but also from the way we're organized. We it's it's no longer just creative people at the centre. I think there's so much more that really happens as part of it, um, and it's easy for for us to have this conversation separately and discuss. But I think it's important to kind of turn to you from your perspective and say, how do you see that playing out?
0: I say this so often. This is the most exciting time for companies like us, people who are who are actually who were born into this chaotic digital explosion that has happened right which is so difficult for a lot of people to um, to understand Mm -hmm. and for a lot of people to really say what is the best way to do it and I think you know I I get that with a lot you know when I'm speaking with so many different kind of people is that um, we're actually at the center of um, um, you know of consumer understanding and really, really so entrenched in the cultural nuances of this creative disruption of how consumers really behave. And as an organization, um, because we're, we're digital natives, this comes so easily to us. Uh, this is we don't know any other way and because we don't know any other way this is something that we do on an everyday basis and it's it's not that difficult so even when we hire when we hire talent um, you know we it's so specific for us that we hire people who A. are with it Two really are going to gel with this kind of, uh, you know, this uh, this beautiful animal that we've created, which is so unique in its way. Yeah. You know, we we call ourselves a modern partner, ambitious brands. That's really what our entire focus is. We only want to work with those kind of businesses, and uh, getting the right kind of talent set in in uh, in an organization like that is so important. Uh, yeah. So our focus primarily is. You know, getting people who are who are very, very entrenched with the cultural nuances um, of this industry.
1: And you've been in this industry for a long time, right? Um, you you started off at a very, very early age, and, and 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 you've been on all sides of the spectrum. You've been on the uh, on on the creative agency, the legacy creative agency side of things. You've been on the client side of things. You've been on the platform side of things. You've been on across the spectrum, um, and. just... To, I think it'd be interesting for and because a lot of our listeners are people who kind of setting off uh, into the journey, they're trying to figure out what is their space in the media advertising and entertainment um, industry. They're also trying to figure out, okay, what are the different things that I can really do. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's important for them to understand from someone like you, wh- how did, how does that journey happen? Like, how did your journey really happen?
0: My journey started, off like like you said, I worked across various, various mediums. For anybody who's listening to this, when I look back at, you know, the number of years that I worked for, it's varied experiences. And I think you should allow yourself that. Allow yourself a few experiences till the time you can actually settle on to something that you really, truly love to do and something that you're really, really good at. Because I have been in jobs where I've not been good at, at something. And yeah. then that being able to really um, be true to yourself. And mm-hmm. to understand what you what you really like to do and what you're very good at, yeah. and you land at a certain place. Once you landed in that place, you make sure that. You stick, and you grow, and you nurture your relationship with the organization, and 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 expect vice versa.
1: Seventeen, I started
0: very young, very very young, and um, I think that's you know uh, the kind of person that I am. You obviously know that very well, but for everybody else, it's um, uh, I say this respectfully. Uh, I didn't. um, For me, education has always been extremely overrated because you sit in a classroom and you expect you know people are talking to you about things continuously, but till the time you don't experience it. The experience is completely different and I deeply value people who, who, you know, who study and have these various degrees. You know, everyone has a different path, but I always felt that I needed to get my hands um, you know dirty really really quickly because yeah. I needed I wanted to yeah. I remember being uh, 16 years old and you know doing some sort of promotion which I'd got which I'd really really lobbied for mm-hmm. um, you know with a very very big company and then asking those people hey will you give me a full time job and they're like hey listen you're 16 years old there's no way we can employ you <laughs> I was like I would do anything please give me a job I just want to be here and I want to learn and, uh, and that has been
1: and did they give you the job?
0: yes I did get that job I got that job I um, worked I worked as an intern, I, uh, I my first job was to deliver artworks to clients yeah. and I told them that I just wanted, let me hang here let me just for people
1: from a different era this is before artworks had to uh, could just be email (laughs) when you had to physically take (laughs) it and move around
0: that's right so I used to deliver artworks and that's what I used to do and um, and two weeks uh, two months of doing that and they saw that I was relentless and I would come every day to just deliver artworks and uh, they said okay come in here you know join a brainstorm and that joining that one brainstorm led to one thing and Another and I, I, I knew instantly that advertising is
1: my space. Mm-hmm.
0: And I've tried different things yeah. in my career, and I, have you know, I have really experimented, and I'm, I'm back there where, yeah. where I wanted yeah. to be actually.
1: And how you ended up at Glitches is interesting as well, right? I, I remember that at that point of time you were, you were working at Femina, and we'd, we'd come to pitch to you, um, yeah, um, to, to, kind of get your business, yeah, um, which we didn't get. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not going to get into why we didn't get it. I think maybe you should touch upon that, but. Uh, what happened after that was interesting, where you you actually turned on to us and you you made us it was it was a very uh, Don callion moment where you made us an <laughs> offer we couldn't refuse and uh, and, and 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 this as as me and Ruth especially like to say is history because um, I think what you said to us made so much sense actually has helped us evolve into um, the company we are and, and what did you offer us Pooja
0: myself <laughs> and uh, just you know the it, it was so interesting cuz i'd met i met varun and rohit at a marketing conference and uh, Somebody I deeply love, uh, Sohila, who was really my reporting manager in Femina, uh, used to always tell me that, you know, always keep your eyes and ears open for interesting opportunities or, um, you know, interesting people. And I met these two interesting people in this marketing conference and we exchanged cards and there is another story to those, that card exchange we'll talk about later. But we exchanged cards and we said, hey, listen, let's like, please come pitch for my business and uh, let's see where it goes. But I want you to know that I was really, really impressed by your presentation. The presentation you guys made. But I was also so interested in what I could do. Yeah. And uh, that was my phone call. My phone call was, guys, uh, you all haven't won the business, but give me a job. And uh, I will tell you sure. why. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and the rest is history. I mean, they didn't, they gave me, you know, I came in with at a, at a pay cut. And my deal was pretty simple that if I help win the business and if I help... Take the company to where you guys um, you know want want to see it go, then we'll talk and we'll take it from there. Yeah. So the rest is truly history.
1: And, and and we constantly talk about how this whole space has evolved, right? Um, I, traditionally, uh, the advertising business was was I, I think it was a much simpler world. Yeah, there would be artwork and there would be um, there would be commercials you would create, and there were, and brands also had a much simpler system in terms of how they would really work on their marketing plans and so on and so forth. The world's really changed. I, th- I think the last decade has been the most amount of disruption that this space has seen ever. It was print to radio, radio to TV. Whatever the changes were, I think there was a, there was a level of, of normals. You could ride that wave easily and all the waves are still running, right? This is kind of just... It, it, this is like a it's a, it's a hurricane right yeah. uh so when i when when a when a marketing manager looks at um uh, or, or a ceo looks at what they actually need to do there's everything there now there there is the, on one end there is you know you're talking about you're still doing commercials because you know there there is still very pointed communication you do as a brand um you but you're creating content on one side your marketing pie is increased you're trying to sell online is what I think advertising is a lot more answerable now for, mm. for, for what it does yeah. than it was before. We were a lot more, there is measurable and there is answerable. And from a sales perspective, you really moving product, it's answerable. And I think, and I know you're a, you're a strong champion of the fact that if you're doing something or there it needs to be able to sell or move product and, 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 that, and that's a piece which needs to be reinstated more and more.
0: Of course. And without that, what is the point of everything? right? Yeah. Because what is the point of advertising if it is not serving a purpose? Yeah, And that is at the center of everything that I believe in. And what you know, I, I truly know that this organization that we have believe in that to our clients and for anybody who's in this space, gone are the days where you could just go to a client and say, Hey, listen, this is my great disruptive idea. Yeah. And invest X amount of money in it. it gives yeah. you that tick mark. Yeah. But that's it. That's over. And then what happens after that? What happens with continuity? What happens with really brand purpose and the fact that you're taking on, that, you, that you're building something for a brand, but it actually does very little for the brand. What's yeah. the point of yeah. it? And then the brand manager is not going to talk to you again. True. The CMO is not going to talk to you again. How are you going to become an important partner? And for all young agencies and all people who are, you know, who are in this business, brand understanding has to be at the center of everything you do. Yeah. You have to be able, when you're sitting across a client, and this is every opportunity with a client is an opportunity to make an impression. Yeah, And if you don't make a solid impression, he or she is not going to call you again. Yeah. Because there are 500 people in the market today who are wanting to sell content, wanting to sell social, wanting to sell all forms of digital. Yeah, And to have real measurability and have you know to become we say this so often in our company is that we want to be the most important partners to our clients how are we going to be the most important partners to them if we're not helping move numbers if you're not helping move product what is the point of it
1: yeah, and, and even sales, right? When it, when you're talking about what e-commerce has really done, um, it's also changed the way we create stuff in terms of what do we really create? You know, there, there are two kinds of content. What I, I firmly believe, um, uh, which is the fact that there is content that gives you value in terms of its helping you buy a product. Right? It's, it's showing you saying you are X person, like I, you are you are Warren and you have a beard, so you will want beard oil, and you will want. A common. and and it's it's creating content that makes me want to buy that product, but also there's, there's values-driven product, which yeah. is what which is brand understanding right? in, in terms of just the fact that okay, when I understand the values of a brand and relate to it, right, like, which is why people relate to let's say brands like a Nike and they relate to brands like like a Netflix, etc. Because they somehow feel like I connect to this brand, uh, and both have equal weightage. Of course. And most times it becomes this or that which doesn't necessarily need to be the case. No.
0: And I mean, look at the diversity that we have in the businesses that we handle or any agency handles. Yeah, yeah. Everything is not just about sales. Yeah. Everything is not just about product upliftment, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Sometimes it's just brand love. Yeah. And is that important? Of course it is. But the, you have to be very, very clear about that purpose. Yeah. You have to be very clear as you go in and it's your responsibility as a, as a creative team yeah. to... To align that purpose, to make that very very clear yeah. for your client, if should they yeah. not be clear, yeah. uh, and it's fine. Yeah. What as long as you have a clear purpose, yeah. uh, that's good. It's not either this or that. It can yeah. sometimes be both. It can sometimes be um, just choosing one.
1: And you know, one of the one of the points which which which. I always uh, notice that you speak about is the fact that when you talk about the business side of, of media advertising, there is a term which is called client servicing. Yeah. And there is a term which is called strategy. You've been one of the largest propagators of the fact that, that if you are going to be able to to the business end of something, you need to be strategic. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if I'm a, a, a person who's deciding to get into the business side of things, I want, I want to get into account management, I want to get into um, being able to sell content, being able to sell, uh, or rather to be able to build and grow a business uh, with a client who is a brand. Um, what do I need to really focus on? How do I build myself into that person?
0: Uh, that's a that's a great question. And that's uh, it's so important for young people who, because everyone's not creative, right? Yeah, and everyone yeah. in a creative agency is not creative.
1: Yeah.
0: But there are other functions which are equally important because if you don't have, and I don't like to call them uh, servicing, but that's really what is globally recognized. Yeah. You don't want paper pushers. True. Paper pushers and coordinators are not respected. Yeah. anywhere yeah. Right. so yeah. it is very important to be able to add additional value again coming back to the fact that you have an opportunity with a client and if you tell the client hey let me just go check with my creative guy yeah. or let me just talk to my planner yeah. uh, and I'll come back to you but yeah. then why is the client talking to you Exactly. He or she could just pick up the phone on the planner, the creative person. And today...
1: Yeah, clients want that.
0: Yeah, clients want to speak to the person who will give them an answer because they don't want layers and layers and layers of people who will coordinate and send an email and do all of that. So if you... Should you want to be... And I am that person. I am not a creative person. I'm a person that truly believes in building strong client relationships on the back of what you bring to the table. Because if you don't have any equity in front of the client, if you are not... an able to really add value to his or her life, what is the point of view? Mm. And so what do you need to do for that? A, you need to be very, very aware of the business that you're handling. Mm. You should have competition analysis. Mm. You should have consumer analysis. Mm. You must have every piece of brand understanding you need to have so that you're having an equal conversation with the client and you have a point of view. If a client is giving you a brief, yeah. You need to be able to have the right questions on that brief and not have to go back and discuss it with your planners and your creative team and only then send questions. You need to have your first set of of what is right and wrong yeah. and give the client a point of view. Because yeah. if, if you're not doing that, again, what's the point of view? Yeah. Right. So these two things are extremely important. And then over time, really, um, you know, being that person that is on a client's speed dial list. Yeah. Uh, because wherever the client may move, and I say, you know, we're not we're not in a space where 20, 30 years ago, where client servicing mm. was about entertaining, or you know, or. About everything, be, um, you know...
1: What's ago, I think I, it's not about the fact that clients weren't smarter before. I think client, the clients are a lot more aware about... I, I think a couple of years ago, clients for them, digital was still... They, tra- they were trying to figure it out. I think a lot of clients now are, are a lot more aware of what they, what works and what doesn't work. 100% and, and, and there, can, is,
0: there is no bullshit anymore. Exactly,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, people have very little time.
1: Yeah.
0: Everyone wants to talk in 140 characters. Yeah. Everyone wants to wrap meetings really, really quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: There's no time for everything else. The short time you get has to equal to... As much Has the as
1: schmooze gone down? Do you believe I the I definitely think the, the value has gone in down. the schmooze, because uh, inherently, why was it called client servicing, right? Yeah. And I, I for total respect for everybody who, who does that uh, part of it, because I think inherently, as people who work in a in a creative space, you do end up having to uh, play that role uh, yeah. to be a client servicing person. If you're a creative as well, you are you are working on making sure a client really buys what you're creating. Yeah. It involved a lot of. Wine and dine, you yeah. know. A lot of, I think that I, I, that the perception has been built by shows like Mad Men, etc., which is not very really far from the truth. Mm. Attention spans have gone down, which means t- and also time really to spend on something has gone down. And now it's about bang for the buck every minute of the way, which is ASAP.
0: Yeah, right. That is the way. That is the rule of the world right yeah. now. Yeah, everything has to be ASAP, and if it is not, then you're losing.
1: Yeah,
0: but uh, has a schmooze gone down? It never existed with us or you know, with a lot of um, modern younger agencies that I see, mm-hmm. um, did it exist before? You know, I never I never did it. I don't know if it really existed that much in the Indian space. But yes, it. I mean, it did, right? I mean, that's yeah. why they were potentially called client servicing before, yeah. etc. Yeah. But today, the the strategists, the client-facing strategists yeah. in our organization and or a lot of modern organizations are people who have a very strong point of view. Yeah. And look at the kind of talent that we have yeah. available today, right? Yeah. This is not the kind of talent that would even want to do the schmoozing. Yeah, This is the kind of talent that, listen, that has a point of view, that has... I think a, the
1: best thing, this, I, and I hate to use this word because it makes me feel old, is that the best thing this generation has done is yes. that broader level of... I,
0: self-love.
1: Self-love. self-respect. Respect. Yeah, the fact, the fact that you're turning around and saying, no, one second, this is my job, this is what I'm doing. I'm adding value to your life and that means that this is... Where i draw the line and i and and clients who respect that get the best people to work with them Absolutely. and the clients who don't most times don't um and it, and it's a it's a fast learning curve i think across the board i think a lot of us who um have worked uh, in spaces which require that have uh, because I I come from television right so so for me that was uh, an inherently uh, popular thing that I've I used to notice in my early days and and I don't think that's as much the case anymore which is which is a good thing
0: which is a great thing because everyone just moves on quickly you have a lot of things to do yeah our world changes every morning yeah um so you've got to be with it and you've got to be quick and you've got to at the same time, deliver great quality at great pricing. Yeah. Right? So you've got a lot of st- lot of boxes to tick anyways.
1: What I also believe is, that re- is one of the main reasons why that has happened, right? And I'm a strong um, propagator of, of this thought process is that men are singular in the way they function. I am um, a firm believer in that The fact that guys are great in doing one singular, singular focused jobs. We are amazing at those. But we are terrible multitaskers. Mm. Right? we've become better because we've given the multitasking to women in the workforce because now there are more women in the space, more women in leadership um, and it's not just about the fact that, that you are the CEO of, uh, of our company but it's also the fact that there are so many more, not just young, young, old, women from across the board who are really taking up leadership positions, uh, which is making us a lot more accountable, respectful of the fact that it's not about diversity as a gimmick or as a point, as a checkpoint on someone's list of this is what I need to do as HR. It's also from the fact that this makes companies do better work and work better.
0: Because the world works better, because there are two, three, you know, different kind of genders that exist. Yeah. Even in the workplace, that is extremely important to maintain balance. And that's not about, you know, it's not equal opportunity for the sake of equal opportunity. Yeah. It's equal opportunity because different people...
1: Yeah, like I, I hate I, the term woman CEO, right? What, yes. There's a CEO. There's,
0: a, yeah, what does a woman CEO You don't CEO say man mean? CEO. Correct, exactly, right? So it's not diversity for the sake of diversity. It yeah. is not uh, gender roles for the sake of general. It's not about a box that you have to take. Hey, listen, I have... Uh, I, I'm really going very well with my male-female ratio yeah. in my organization. Yeah. It's not about that. And yeah. I truly believe that the moment people stop asking questions about um, how does it feel as a woman CEO? How do you do these things? How do you balance yeah. work and uh, and home? Yeah. The moment people stop asking those questions is when the pressure goes off. We need
1: to normalize. It,
0: it, we need to normalize it. We need to not ask and ask these questions. About, clearly, if someone's in office, they are obviously managing it, right? Yeah. I mean, if they weren't, then they wouldn't be in office. And hence it's very important for people and organizations to not question that that ability of a woman being able to do something because she has a family to take care yeah. of. It's because in the same way the man has the same the same family to take care yeah. of, right? yeah exactly. and the moment you moment you stop asking these questions is the moment it becomes normal hmm. to hire anyone at any position based on the back of their skill set and ability. Yeah, and then gender just goes out of the window because you're hiring the right person for the job. Yeah, and not looking at surround. Oh, is she about to get married? Oh, now she will have a baby in two ma, uh, two years. Oh, now she is going to go off on a maternity leave for six to eight months. What are you doing as an organization to make sure that um, you don't even have to ask these questions? True, and that is very important for uh, yeah. you know for anybody who's setting up a company. Who is uh, who wa- who, who's in leadership? Who's in leadership. And how do you normalize it? How do you make sure that men and women both yeah. can achieve all their personal and professional goals? And as an organization, how are you going to be, a you know, keep, uh, you, honestly, help your talent to yeah. be able to take the right decisions at the right time? True. Um, just, for example, what we do in our company, right, when it comes to... Uh, women primarily, as a person who has recent, who had a child, who, you know, went through the gamut of pregnancy, what pregnancy entails, or, uh, and, you know, then maternity leave, I know the pressure that I felt. And
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: self-inflicted pressure on yeah. me, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to be away for some time. And, uh, you know, will I still have that position when I come back? Yeah. Will I still have that same value? Because the, our world changes so often. True. And my biggest... The only thing that I wanted to focus on when I came back is that how do I make sure that all of the other men and women both in my organization don't have to ask these questions to themselves.
1: Yeah, guys getting paternity leave is considered to be a why. Why do you need it? Yeah, exactly. In, why
0: do you need it? And then more than that, it's like that when I go off on the leave that I really want to take as a profession, as a personal goal... I don't have to worry if am I coming back to my same position or is the company going to move on? Am I going to be redundant? How do you manage all of these questions way in advance? So a a good talent wants to be with you because they know that you care about them as much. And uh, they don't have to think about wanting to, um, uh, you know, think about their personal goals. Because if you have unhappy people who are only focusing on work, then you're never going to have productive people. You have to have different experiences.
1: So I will not ask you the cliched question, which will be, "What does it take?" or "What is your secret sauce to be a woman CEO?" I will ask you. I will I will scratch that the, the woman part of it and say, uh, you know, there is this perception around CEOs, right? Uh, it's 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 a very it's a glamorized part of the business. This is no doubt about it because we obviously CEOs are running the ship. But what does it really? entail? What do you really do as CEO? And because if someone, because you spoke a little earlier about what it takes to be a business person in a creative business, but for you to be CEO, uh, it's also the trajectory, right? Because it's not about just you getting into a side of uh, a field. It's about saying that's the, that's the aim. That's where you, you want to reach. So what does a CEO do?
0: From making sure that uh, we have coffee yeah, to <laughs> making sure that salaries are paid to making sure. I'm joking. That's not what it is about, right? But this the, the role of the CEO is is direction. Hmm. And that is what every person out there who wants to get to that role or is already in that role and is a young person, it's about providing direction. Because you are act, you are the captain of the ship. Yeah. You are the person that's going to take the company and guide your leadership and yeah. the rest of your company to yeah. a space that you truly believe your company needs to be at. What does that entail? That entails you being so aware of what is happening today and what could possibly happen tomorrow. Right. How are you making sure that you, your company, and its people are ready hmm. for everything that the world is going to throw at you, what the clients are going to throw at you, um, what the industry is going to throw at you? Um, and that is, that, is, that is the main thing. So a CEO provides
1: direction. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of how to take it from that point because do cre- because you know a question a lot of times uh, comes about is the fact that it's a creative business why is a person who's not creative the CEO but I think that's a question which we should stop asking because we're no longer in creative businesses. What we do as a business is not no longer inherently creative. It is, um, it is strategic. It is. It has so many legs to it. Also, because clients expect that now. Everybody is doing everything now. Um, advertising is no longer a agency game. It is the creators. It is the platforms. It is everybody is doing it. when uh, yes. And, and we, when in that mix of things, it's as much talent management as it is um, as it is pnl's and bottom lines and and culture yeah and culture becomes has become a strong part of what we all inherently do right and, and and part of that culture is the fact that a lot of people when they get into the workforce today right they get out get into it straight out of uh, college and, and so on and so forth and stuff like that but they didn't their social life then entails you work through the day with the same set of people you hang out with the same set of people you go back home um, you come back again mm-hmm. um, and that ends up being the fact that there are so many relationships at work like you and I we married we work together mm-hmm. uh, and that's something we should we should really talk about how do two people how are they how can two people be in a relationship and yet work together but before we get into that we're going to take a first break this is our cliffhanger way of going to break we're getting this right on advertising is dead welcome back to Advertising z uh, we with pooja and, and so pooja how do two people who are married or in a relationship work together how 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 does that work uh, we do that we've been doing that for what now how many years is six, 6 years we been working together yeah how how have you not punched me in the face
0: i mean don't Isn't we have those days right of course we do but the thing is and uh, and given the stretch on our on work life balance given how our lives are today it is so common really to find people you know, long-term short-term relationships with people you work with yeah right yeah but
1: and companies have traditionally tried to make people not do that
0: yeah because obviously it gets complicated if things don't work out true right if true. you have an argument at home and you take it to work yeah true. and I think that is what is so important And how are you able to keep those two parts completely separate and I think I'm, I'm very proud of what we've been able to do. Which is just that. That we yeah. keep our work and our home so separate. Yeah. That, uh, you know, we have, it's not like we've not had those occasions. We, of yeah. course, have had. And
1: it'll never be but 100%. But the fact that is that you have that on your mind. All just,
0: the time, right? That uh, it's important to a, ha- be able to have different experiences with the same person. Yeah. A professional experience is very different from a personal one. Yeah. And if either one of them are not going that well, how do you make sure that it doesn't influence the other? Yeah. And for everyone who's in that state. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Segregate. Yeah. Uh, learn to, um, A, multitask mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. so that you're able to, uh, it, it's just about that. It's about being, making sure that you separate both your lives. Yeah. And manage it sometimes without uh, the, the garb of emotion.
1: True. My 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 strong belief has always been is the fact that if two two people are in a relationship, which means that they are in sync. Yeah. Um, and there is no reason why that sync can't carry over into work. Um. It will only not be productive um, if that sink goes away. Yeah. Um, is it worth the risk uh, on many fronts? Uh, I personally believe it is because I think if it, again I go back to that sink, right? There is if there is sink, then you you too great you you are working towards a target together and that's it's a lot more than just professional it becomes personal because you really like you're trying to egg each other on and and that's what teamwork is about yeah. um, any relationship is teamwork yes. um, and and you're doing it together yeah. and um, and and you're in it together and because you're in it together then you're really pushing each other forward the the caveat is 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 and, and 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 we've been through this is the fact that if if there's inherently one person in our case me who likes to carry work home uh, who likes to talk about it 24-7? In those cases, it's important for the other one to be the filter of saying, One second, we're at home now. This can wait till tomorrow in terms of work, and vice versa. When, when it really is important, you can actually carry it home, fix it there, and not have to leave it on your mind till next day morning. So, uh, is, that, is there anything else which you think really works on that front? Or, or, I think it's
0: about partnership. Uh, it's about you're absolutely right. It's about egging each other on. It's making sure that you're completely in sync yeah. and that you are actually working towards yeah. hence yeah. the same personal professional goals. Yeah. Uh, that that's you know the people who get that is yeah. fantastic, right? And yeah. I think you just have to hold on to that and uh, and cherish what you have. And
1: not everyone can do it.
0: Not everybody can do it, and that that is fine. Because different people are different right? yeah. So hence it just doesn't uh, hey, look, work
1: That's how family businesses work
0: Correct, right? of course That's how a family businesses work But uh, but if should you choose to work with somebody You're in a relationship with yeah. You have to have the rules of engagement Very, very clearly drawn out It's, it's like almost a, it's like, like, like a prenup See, look, look, look <laughs> exactly. <We're in> <laughs> It's like a prenup You've got to draw it out And you've got to say that uh, And
1: that's what we did I remember this Yeah, very we clearly. wrote it
0: down and said Not that we have a prenup but uh, the fact that we wrote it down and said that what happens should uh, we have an argument at home? What yeah. happens if we completely disagree with each other yeah. at work? Yeah. We also have, you have other partners yeah. who, um, you know, with Rohit and, and, uh, and Roshan and Kabir and everybody who... who because are, life
1: is complicated. Life has correct. so many layers and um, I just to go back to the earlier story of, of the visiting cards you spoke of a little earlier that in that same marketing conference uh, while Pooja saw opportunity for work um, I, I inherently when when she gave me her card my first instinct was to ask her out <laughs> uh, which I proceeded to do which is that when that when that fateful or rather not so fateful pitch happened I wasn't party to it because I said no I'm, I'm separating those two things I I, I, told, I remember when I did that pitch and, um, and I'm not saying that's not why we won because I wasn't there but (laughs) because Rohit's awesome and he does all these uh, Rohit
0: is brilliant Rohit
1: is is a a little genius Rohit does pitches in in his own inimical way which which, which, uh, bedazzles uh, (laughs) uh, okay self-pimpage of glitches over now Uh, but yeah so uh, and at that point i remember when 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 all these things were happening side by side and then we were we were in a relationship uh we, you know we got married um all these things were happening in parallel and I, and, I, and if i look at that timeline the timeline is a little muddled right because there were so many things happening in parallel um even when you made that pitch that, that pitch to come mm-hmm. on as ceo was not something which you which which you made to me uh, yeah. you and i discussed what the rules of engagement would be for us as a couple um uh, which was prime important for us to discuss and and you coming on as ceo was a decision made by all partners of the company yeah Um, and your pitch was to Rohit and to Roshan and and, and, and everybody else and and I think that was what was interesting because setting those pieces in order yeah is so important to make sure there's clarity Uh,
0: clarity and and that's that's my mantra in life clarity and I can't operate without that and hence and because I I do truly believe that because I strive for clarity yeah I am very clear about um, how you and I should you know, potentially approach a problem yeah. or, or yeah. you know, possible solution even. right? Yeah. And I yeah. think clarity, partnership, uh, making sure that you're completely synced uh, making sure that there is absolutely no ego yeah. In the conversation Which is yeah. so important yeah. And being very very honest Brutally honest with each yeah. other yeah. Uh, When things work and when things don't work yeah. uh, Support, but, yeah. don't support. Uh, diss, but don't unnecessarily support Dis but don't unnecessarily dis
1: And honestly I have seen so many relationships In office spaces Which end badly And it just yeah. becomes a scenario Where where a, one one of them decides to just have to leave Because it's that bad there's so many more where people break up um, yeah. because they've dated in office and they moved on and they continue to be if not just cordial they, they, they become friends and I, and, yeah. and, and, and I think people are a lot more mature now about this than they were before I agree um, I think we treated relationships like they were a game of chess yeah. um, and, or the be and
0: all and end all in life exactly I think the, the moment that relationships and love are very important in um, and should you want it, they're yeah. important. Yeah. Should you not want it, it's fine. You live yeah. the life you want to live. Yeah. But uh, that's not it in your True. life. True. Uh, love and relationships is not it. That's yeah. not what defines you. Yeah. People have multiple. Yeah. Some people have just one. Some people have none. Yeah. And it's all fine. Yeah. And you just need to have the maturity to say uh, goodbye gracefully. Yeah. yeah. And uh, be able to coexist and yeah. cohabit it.
1: Yeah. When required. True.
0: And um, the maturity. You're right. That's what it is.
1: So now I'm going to move on to something which, which uh, it's going to be interesting for me to do this segment now. Um, this is a segment we always do at the end of every episode called Humans of Advertising. And, and this is this is a part, honestly, which for which I, I spent the most time prepping because I'm like, oh, one second. I got to figure out what I'm going to do here because these are questions which I, I should know answers to. Uh, but I will not break from oh, rhythm. Oh, <laughs> I will not break from rhythm. I will do the stuff for, because maybe I'll figure out something which I don't know. So, so, Pooja, what is the one thing you can whip up in an instant?
0: A conversation.
1: Hmm. I knew that one. Damn mm-hmm. it. Okay. Let's see if I can surprise, get another surprise. What is... What is the book you're reading right now?
0: The one you gave me. What is that about mentors? Uh, I forget the full name. A
1: tribe of mentors. Yeah,
0: tribe of mentors. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah.
1: So this is... Uh, hmm.
0: This is Varun's way of... Uh, he wrote me a very sweet note on that book as well. Saying that I've been a mentor to so many young people. Uh, that uh, just so that I constantly keep educating myself.
1: Take notes, boys. Take notes.
0: <laughs> Take notes. And that's what the book was about. It's a good book. Yeah. I recommend it
1: and and i know that you are not an avid podcast listener um no, and I'm it's not. something which ever since this is kicked off i've been i've been pushing you towards um but if you were to listen to a podcast what kind of a podcast would you want to listen to and maybe we can come up with a suggestion here on the show mm,
0: that's a good question um i don't know i haven't really thought about it but um I, my
1: this is like a coffee with currents Rapid Fire. Yeah, yeah. Shit, don't I, don't have, I
0: don't have an answer to that. I mean, it depends, right? The mood that you're in and oh. what you want to listen to. Yeah. With relationships, you want to listen about your work, you want to listen about parenting, you want to yeah. listen about women, you yeah. want to listen about women's issues and love and... Uh,
1: and I'm going to continue the, the, the pimpage today and I'm going to say that oh, IBM has shows to do with all of those.
0: Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> I will check it out. The
1: producer is giving me <laughs> a thumbs up there in the background saying, yeah, well it's done. Well done. This is a great, it's great, a great, great now. plugin and pimpage <laughs> on Valentine's Eve. So, yeah. So, I think we've we touched on a lot today. We've touched on the fact that how, uh, you know, what it takes to be a CEO, what it takes to be a business person in, in the creative space, uh, women in the workplace, or rather, let's stop talking about women in the workplace, just make it about people in the workplace. That's right. Um, making relationships work in the workplace. And the fact that you can listen to all the podcasts you want on IBM
0: good job yeah, good like job. we or, or, tell our daughter like, like, uh, like uh, <laughs> our
1: daughter our daughter leah has this thing which she does which we're whenever so she will make a mistake and then she will correct it herself and then she and then she will ask <laughs> us to say good job and, and she, she will, will clap.
0: expect an applause yes, yes. this <laughs> is this us. is what
1: parents do they will yes. end everything by making it about their child yes, yes. <laughs> and on, and on that note We're going to say good job.
0: Good job.
1: (laughs) Uh, and, And that's going to be it for this episode of Advertising is Dead. Thank you. And happy Valentine's Day, everyone.
0: You too. Bye.